Have you ever wondered what it's like to witness a murder? Forrest grabbed the knife and then just stabbed Johnny in one motion. Or how it feels to be shot. I was immediately hit by a barrage of bullets. Or how you would react if your spouse hired someone to kill you. And he was to put me in a grave with a bullet wound on my head. These are the stories you'll hear on the podcast called What Was That Like? True stories told by the actual person who went through it. You'll hear from a stalking victim. Came back upstairs and when I came back and turned the corner into my room, I saw him standing there. You'll hear from a man who was kidnapped and tortured. I would do anything, say anything, to simply get away. And you'll hear actual 911 calls. Take a deep breath. Oh my God! Take a deep breath. Oh my God! Take a deep breath. Oh my God! Real people in unreal situations. Search for What Was That Like on any podcast app or at whatwasthatlike.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Fruit Loops. Thank you so much for listening. Bienvenidos, bitches. <laughs> Mbwitibinafi. Fruit Loops is a podcast about serial killers of color and the victims. However, we are on a little break right now, cooking up the new cases that we will be covering in 2023. In the meantime, we didn't want to leave you without something for your ear holes. So please <laughs> enjoy this bonus episode and we'll see you in February. Enjoy it or else. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I didn't mean that in a like mean way. Please enjoy. It's a request. It's not a demand. A demand. Although. Although. If you're leaving those reviews, it better be a five stars or else. Totally kidding. Totally kidding. What if we just talk about what a harrowing experience it was just to get to this point? Just to get to this point. Yeah. (laughs) And our our hot takes on the movie. Yeah. Deal? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. So, uh, yeah, it was really frustrating and disappointing that we weren't able to do the watch party. Yeah, I'll say. I mean, I had butterflies yeah. in my stomach leading yeah. up to it. I was really excited. And uh, I just... know I was, too. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, it didn't it didn't work out. And it was kind of weird how it we found out that it wasn't shareable because previews shared just fine. We were yeah. hearing things just fine, but yeah. oh, and then wh- which no studio is responsible for this movie? That's yeah, who we right? need to write a letter to. Yeah. Put your current yeah. hats on. Say our whole watch party was ruined. Ruined, ruined by you, and we paid for the goddamn video. Can't we watch it with a few friends? Jesus I Christ! I know. Did nobody yeah. watch Shawshank Redemption over um, the pandemic with their family and friends? <laughs> this can't be the first time that this happened. Yeah, you know. Lame. So, but um it was definitely a learning experience so i'm grateful yeah for that. yeah so we'll, it was we'll good check that next time for sure yeah be- before we uh try to do a watch party make sure we can actually watch something yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah we'll do watch a trial run sure. of watching yeah. it before we try to watch it yeah, yeah. <laughs> i also think yeah. it would be better to do a shorter uh, like yeah, a probably a, a yeah. documentary a shorter yeah documentary. another another uh-huh. another gem that we got from this afternoon right yeah so that was frustrating yeah 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 but um i i know that the fruities who've been rocking with us understand that we sometimes things happen and i don't think anybody's gonna give us hate or anything bad about it that would be my worry but i don't think it's gonna that happen where do you want to start um well i did take notes oh you did um i did yeah i did so (laughs) Yeah, you did it. Oh, you just sat no, and but, enjoyed. But one of the, yeah, I just sat and enjoyed it. Oh, <laughs> um, okay. It's one of the things that I thought was really funny, though, was that at the beginning when uh, uh, Andy is going into the prison and all the prisoners are around him, calling him fish and stuff like that, and they're they're making bets on who's gonna start crying first. Uh-huh. Right. And uh uh Red picks Andy and he calls him a tall drink of water. 
<laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah. Yep. I think that used water. to mean something else. What? <laughs> Back what? In the day. I'm, I'm lost. What does it you mean? A tall drink of well, water is usually somebody that you find really attractive. Like, ooh, yeah, a for us, that's, that's how we use it. But like, well, I want to Google it. Tall drink of water. I'm so. Li- I'm like, what? Um, what are you even talking what about? What are you, you talking about? White people. <laughs> no, white ladies are wild. So weird. <laughs> yeah. So so, uh, tall drink of water came to refer to a lanky, long-limbed person. It was in place this way by at least 1963, when Billboard magazine printed a story about Hollywood actress Ruth Gillis. Calling her a delight, a tall drink of water with an excellent voice. Oh, but it, it means like uh, it didn't sound right. <laughs> yeah, it's like well, look at that tall drink like, of water. Speaking yeah. of yeah. doesn't sound yeah. right, I took notes on all the insults that these people used, which were hilarious to me. Um, most of them coming from that prison guard. I, I jotted them down. What do we call them? Um, maggot. Um, oh yeah. Uh, one of them was uh ass no what what oh let me get those insults fat ass uh, no <laughs> something like ass steak um oh yeah i remember oh, that one yeah I yeah like, what ass steak uh let's that's see. like ass sandwich what um what antonio he, on the road trip well we came up with a, a couple new phrases one well he came up he called somebody an ass sandwich Oh, that's um, right. <laughs> and that then, is- uh, yeah, this is like a, a mutation from ass clown from before, so it's turned into ass sandwich. <laughs> and uh, and then uh, we kept seeing uh, I don't know what it was. We we kept seeing trucks on the road trip that said that said secure your load. And so I just started using it as like calm the fuck down, you know, oh, like secure, secure your load. load. Oh, speaking <laughs> of secure your load, there was a, a line while Andy was turning on the music, and the guard was talking about how he was gonna go poop, but he pinch described it. Pinch yeah, pinch a load. Yeah, pinch a loaf. I don't think I heard that, that before. Was, that was really gross. <laughs> yeah, pinch I, a loaf. There's so much like a warm, shit a warm loaf of bread. He's like pinching it off. Oh my god, it's so visual. Um, <laughs> oh, and, and Andy crawling does. through the the sewer. Yeah, that was Andy's pretty gross. Yeah, shit. yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> crawling through before before you got on the line. Um, Minnie and I were talking about that and how gross it was, and she she was like, she would do it if yeah, it came I mean, down to that. I yeah. probably would too. Yeah, I definitely yeah. wouldn't. You Yo, definitely I, wouldn't. I'm tired. By the time I, know, I get I was to like prison, like, I'm what? tired. I'm already tired. I'm not even in prison. So I, I and my I've told After you, I was, like dug your way out of the wall and everything. I wouldn't even go. I wouldn't even go that far. You wouldn't even do that. You're so you're Morgan Freeman in this situation. No, no. I mean, I, no, I, I mean, I hate to get, I hate to get night like really like dark and stuff. But we've talked about this, Beth. My will to live is not as strong as yours, and so I would just, I would just, I, I would find a way to give it up or. Et, end it you know in a quick and painless way like by the time it gets to that point for me it's already very hopeless <laughs> so the whole movie is about hope i know yes yeah. so, yes in uh, so many different ways and how right. they go back and forth from having it and losing it and to kind of yeah. in between sometimes i was and morgan freeman telling andy it's dangerous and um you know now andy <laughs> hope is dangerous in a place like this yeah there was that about down. that I... time that andy was full of hope <laughs> <laughs> well sometimes you have hope and sometimes you don't <laughs> And the times when you don't, they sure suck. Uh, (laughs) I didn't practice that part. (laughs) Yeah, I wrote down, I wrote down that line. It's, he said, hope is a dangerous thing. Get used to that. And then Andy said, like Brooks did. Right. Oh, yeah. 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 That was, that was good. That was good. I love Brooks. So I yeah. the the little the first the worm part and you like oh shit oh yeah he's gonna eat that worm that man is gross and but he's he just helping that little, little bird. bird yeah and he just he just he really made it seem like 
prison's not so bad. <laughs> you can it's get getting, a pet. It's getting yeah. out. It's getting out. Yeah. You can get to get out. Yeah. Um, and uh, I just really, really f- smiled when I saw Brooke. So it was, it made me so sad how he yeah. he, he went out. Um, but yeah. yeah. See, that's what we didn't want you going out like that. We want you to crawl through the shit and get yeah, out. We don't want you going out like that. Mexico, you know, you gotta crawl through the shit with you us. You gotta crawl yeah. through the shit. <laughs> now I will so drag I, your ass out in a bag like Andy did all his belongings. Oh my! <laughs> right. Oh my god! Yeah, what happened to Brooks was sad. Yeah. Um, it was. Did you guys hear about that couple that went on vacation and one spouse murdered the other? In fact, the entire vacation was planned just so that they could make the murder look like an accident. Ah, so like a slaycation. Oh boy, sounds like a fun new true crime podcast to me. On every episode of Slaycation, we'll examine true cases of people who were killed while on vacation. Was it murder? Or just a horrible accident. That's up to you and the law to decide. But either way, if you leave for your vacation in the plane and come home under the plane, you've definitely gone on a slaycation. Join us every week for a fascinating new episode. 911, what's your emergency? But make sure to pack your body bags because getting away can be murder. This is Slaycation. Hello, this is Dr. Grande, the host of True Crime Psychology and Personality. On my podcast, I explore and explain the pathology behind some of the most horrendous crimes and those who commit them. We discuss topics like narcissism, psychopathy, sociopathy, and antisocial personality disorder from a scientifically informed perspective. What is a narcissist? How do you spot a sociopath? What signs can you look for to protect yourself from these dangerous personalities? It's not just about the stories, but also the science and psychology behind them. So if you're interested in true crime or mental health, I'd encourage you to give my show a listen wherever you get podcasts. Who's your favorite? I mean, do you love Andy? Uh, this, first of all, we have to talk about why this whole thing started, because I think in the group chat, I, I, I asked, do you guys think Andy did it? And right, we like, and we were like, I don't know, because I don't, know, I don't I, remember anything I about the movie. I always thought he was which, innocent, but um, I... Yeah, I think he's innocent. Yeah, I think, yeah. I don't think so anymore. You don't? You don't? Why no. not? Hmm. Um, because I was getting um psychopath vibes, and all the end of evidence against him when you're listening to the trial, and I know better, but for the movie, no, sake... No, but there wasn't any evidence, though. The bullets? Where's the gun? I mean, they were eight well, bullets. Well, I mean, there wasn't any actual evidence. It was like bullets, but they didn't have the, anything to, co- to compare it to. He it's- was there, but that doesn't mean he did it. I mean, it's like, this is not enough to convict somebody of murder. <laughs> right. and I like, aren't there guns that hold eight bullets? Were there back I mean, then? I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. Part of me thought he, he did it. Well, I, I, let me look up. My I'm mind gonna, is changed. Let's see. Pistols in 1940. Oh my God! You guys are. Thieves. No, I don't know. You, gotta, you, you are. We're both googling. Like, yeah, like little What's Google feeds. Category weapons and ammunition. Oh, this is just introduced in the. Oh, boosted fission weapon. Oh, that's a nuclear bomb. Holy shit! Whoa! <laughs> Sorry. What just happened? That took a turn. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> oh, what? I thought we were Googling something else. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, there are there are eight shot revolvers. So what well, I was go, thinking see? was the the they got killed with a gun that held eight shots and his only held six so the guy was like well you know he had to reload it and shoot him again but i think it was more likely that the person who had the gun had an eight shot revolver hey, by the way did you guys know that stephen king wrote a book that yeah. this movie is based yeah. on okay well, yeah it's a i short didn't know story. That. well i didn't i didn't know until i looked up because like we're part way in the movie i was like was this a real place was this you know and then i looked up shawshank as a prisoner i'm like 
Oh, this is a Stephen King story. Yeah, it's actually a sh- yeah, it was a like short a, story apparently. Yeah, or a novella or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought I love that fact. I love Stephen King. Never read yeah. any of his books, but love all the movies they're based off of. Oh, really? And, uh huh. I think the movies are, are always way better. I think the movies are better. That. Oh, what? No, no. Yeah. I, I don't, I I don't to, really like I Stephen to, King. His I books are even. way better than, his, than the movies. <laughs> he talks too much. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, I, I felt like throughout the movie, it was a lot of monologues. A yeah. lot of monologues. And I yeah. guess that is that a Stephen King thing? Yep. He okay. talks a lot. Everyone talks he's in like, monologues. Yeah, he does. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's really good also at like setup for his stories and like really fleshing out characters and fleshing out the scenes and and just really getting you involved. Like you, you really feel like you're experiencing the whole thing. And then he's built this thing and then he doesn't know what to do with it. And he's like, okay, uh, so then something all blows up and the end, you know, yeah. like, so he doesn't know how to end things. Usually this oh. one had a good ending. I like the yeah. ending of it. Oh but, yeah. It was yeah. a sunny, a sunny bow. It, it felt like a margarita glass with a bow on yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Because they were in Mexico. Andy has a tan. Uh, Morgan yeah. Freeman isn't wearing any shoes. What? I'm not sure if he actually made it there, though, or if that's what? just his hope. Because uh, one oh. of the last scenes, he's, on the, he's on the bus. And he's talking about how he, he's excited. It's like the first time he's been excited in forever. And, yeah. Uh, he has hope. And he's like, I hope I get to Mexico. I hope I get to see my friend. Oh, and then you see the water. And then I didn't catch that either. The last wow. scene is kind of like not really believable, you know? Huh. But it could be true. It but could be true. And he planned it. It wow. could be true. We just don't know. I- you blew my huh. mind, Beth. I know, me too. Oh my God. I usually don't record with a she wig, but that. I'm like, you blew yeah. my mind. Her wig blew off. It literally what? blew off. It literally just blew off, and now it's just me and my body. Wow. That was a hell of a take, and I love it. Maybe he didn't make it there. Mm. Beautiful. Well, we don't know. He might have made it there. He might not have, but he has hope, and he's, yeah. you know. Right. Excited yeah. to live. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas before he was just like he wasn't dragging yeah. ass. <laughs> yeah. What's he say? If you're not, if you're not, um, uh, yeah, moving you or either, working to live, you're you either get to... busy living, yeah. then you better get busy dying. Yeah. You yeah. get busy yeah. living yeah. Yeah, or that. get busy yep. dying. Yeah. 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 Um. So I if okay. So if we're going with the the maybe the maybe the beach thing, it was just a hopeful dream. Yes. I think it could also be true that Andy really did kill his wife. I think he's a okay. psychopath. <laughs> and you know how we always what talk about how... What makes you think he's a psychopath? Okay. Uh, several reasons. One is, what, from what I know about psychopaths, is they never, like, sweat, right? Or they never get nervous. Andy was in so many, like, situations where he never really... Uh, broke or like yeah, sweat. He wasn't scared. sweating yeah. at all. Yeah, like the prime example is when the warden's like taking his room apart because there's some random search, and he's standing right next to the poster, and he uh, opens. He's not grabs nervous at Bible. all. Yeah. He grabs the Bible, takes it out of the cell, and hands it to him again. Like nothing on Andy. And then um, when uh, when he was on trial, like actually on the stand, and maybe this was shock but anyway i sort of took it as he didn't really show much emotion um yeah there or throughout that the was the explained in the movie though he was talking huh. about how his wife uh said he was uh he was like a hard closed, to love cl- yeah no not hard to love hard to get to know he oh. was a closed book so like well, he just may- keeps everything inside or he's a psychopath or he's a psychopath <laughs> one or the other and, and then oh he's manipulative so he's like yeah that's true yeah psychopaths that's are true that's true yeah. yeah um what else did i think he was no sweating manipulative like calculated but then uh like when things go his way 
instead of being like really excited, he's he's real low on the emotions. He just yeah. cracks a smile like one side of his mouth, and that's yeah. and that's all you get from Andy. So that's my um, professional opinion. Okay. Don't fact check me. Um, <laughs> well, nobody really knows. So. <laughs> It'd be interesting to read the book and or the story and see if there's a different take. See how different it is. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah something when, when you were talking, it uh, reminded me of something. I'm looking through, through my notes now. Ball washing bastards. That was another funny insult. <laughs> Ball washing bastards. And then he goes... I I don't want to hear a mouse fart. And I counted how many times the word fart was said in the movie. Oh, yeah. Too. It was oh, a really? few times. It's a lot. Yeah. yeah, three times. But that's a lot for one movie. For one movie, <laughs> yeah. Made by Stephen it King and supposed to be super deep. Uh, farts are not deep. That's little boy jokes. <laughs> you know, that's one of the things I don't like about Stephen King. Oh, really? Yeah, a Is... lot of times he, he writes about things. I'm like, eh, that's kind of gross. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I actually haven't read one of his books in a really long time. I wonder how I might see it differently reading it now. I like to reread books. Oh, yeah. Um, to see your take later. Yeah. Oh, after the movie. And, so you do book, movie. Then... No, I mean like a book that I've read before oh, okay. um I'll like read when you were younger years later yeah yeah and I've had this experience more than once where I feel like I didn't read that book before I got yeah. like a completely different story out of it yeah. than when I had read it previously mm-hmm. so when it's I weird. was when I was yeah. in high school I loved on the road Jack Kerouac yeah yeah mm-hmm. I loved it and mm-hmm. then I read it as an adult I was like this is like an adolescent wrote this book <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, he, his writing is really good, but the story yeah. itself is like yeah. a 16 year old wrote it. <laughs> yeah. Do you like his other ones? Jack Kerouac? Yeah. Or are you, are you uh, well, no, you I'm said. I'm not uh, a fan anymore. No. Have you read other books of his own? Yeah. And they're all kind of childish. What, what else has he written? Um, Dharma Bums. Haven't read that. Um, I can't remember what else, but he's really good Let's at see. writing, like the, the words he puts together and just a scene, um, mm-hmm. the scenes he puts together. But the stories are so, they're very childish. He was an alcoholic, so it's no wonder. Yeah, and they do say that um, when you, like, become uh, addicted to alcohol or drugs or something like that, you tend to stay at the age, like, like, as an emotional maturity. Yeah. Yeah, You Uh, you stay at the age you were when you started uh, drinking or doing drugs. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. That's really interesting. Yeah. Um, Oh, somebody was a fuck stick. That was funny. (laughs) I uh when so when we were we were having our house worked on and it's still going on but um it's almost oh. done now finally cool but there was a what uh I was you know for a while I was like going out of the house every day and try, trying to find something to do to get out of the house to get away from the work and I went to the um botanic garden and uh I just started noticing names of plants that sounded like insults <laughs> and so. I start taking pictures of the names of the plants. Uh So the first one was Screw Pine. Screw Pine. Screw Pine. And then there there was another one called a Dumb Cane. Wow. Screw Pine. (laughs) Dumb Cane. Dumb Cane. And a Barbados Nut. Wow. Cow Face Philodendron. I'm paging through them now. Cow Face Philodendron. I like that one. I, this is an aspect of, of, of our world I've never even considered. But now, wow, plant names that sound like insults. Oh, my God, yep. that's going to be a game I'm going to play with my kids now. Parasite of San Juan. Wow. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Right? You're just a parasite of San Juan. <laughs> this one's more sad than anything else. It's depressed clear weed. Oh, whoa. <laughs> what did it look like? Uh, oh, let me go back to that. Like one. it needed uh, a break. Depressed <laughs> clear weed. Well, actually, it's kind of a pretty plant. It's got these little uh, sort of roundish leaves that no, are like they, it. it almost looks nah, like little daisies, but all green. You know, um, yeah, depressed clear weed. It's from the Dominican Republic, Cuba, and Haiti. Huh. The, yeah, it's kind of a uh, cheerful plant. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, Depressed it's a little bubbly. Weed. Yeah. What? Right? 
Wow, look at that. This yeah. is wow. Not, <laughs> and not there's a spineless so many yucca. Gems. Spineless yucca. <laughs> spineless yucca. <laughs> Creeping Any <more>? Charlie. <laughs> Any more thoughts on the movie? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> back to the movie. So one thing that kind of bothered me was that the only gay people were portrayed as rapists. Yeah. And I know yes. that used to be a big thing is that, well, and it still kind of is in a way, is like the, this sort of thought that hetero, especially males have, um, that gay men are just naturally rapists. It's just like, what? Why, why would you think that? I, yeah. I, I think they think it's. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't well, know. Well, I, I remember having a conversation with Dad one time, and uh, yes, I think I was there for that. He uh, didn't have problems with lesbians. He's like, whatever, I don't care. But gay men, he did not like gay men. And I said, why? And he said, because men are aggressive. And oh, I said, well, welcome to my world. <laughs> yes, I was there for that. I remember that. <laughs> but uh, uh, but I, yep. I I caught on to the 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 kind of homophobia that that or. The, yeah. Or just the poor portrayal of the LGBTQ community. Although they did say that uh, they were not gay. They said that they're not homosexuals. But then I think in the same breath, he said, yeah, he said that you have to be human to do that. So no, I just, to did, be homosexual, you have to be human. Yes. To be yeah. Oh, you okay. have to be human to okay. be. He, he did say that. But the lack of uh, uh, an, actual an actual homosexual being homosexual portrayed as a normal person yeah. was telling yeah. to me. Yeah, so it's like okay, he said the words, but at the same time, there's you no know all portrayal. they showed yeah. was yeah, yeah. So there wasn't yeah, yeah, another character portrayed as yeah. yeah. Um, uh, and and then a lot of the um insults were um I don't think <laughs> they they felt um some of them felt like super homophobic, like when they were getting off the bus. Um, mm -hmm. I didn't write those, all of those insults. So there was too many. Um, but some of those were, um, uh, kind of, uh, you know, just poorly depicting, um, I think LGBTQ folks or how to call them, how to, how to name, yeah. how to name it respectfully, but yeah. it, it is a movie. Mm -hmm. And then it is, uh, from 1999 and also it portrays a time period, 1949. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Hey, yeah. it's a period yeah. piece mm -hmm. and you love period yep. pieces. Um, I, Sometimes not this do. period depends. <laughs> well, <laughs> I like this movie okay, but yeah. I I don't think it's as good as as other people tend to think it is. Like um, a lot of yeah. men, it's like in their top ten. I'm like, oh it's wow, I, yeah. I think for its time though, it was portraying something that people weren't talking about. Yeah. That's a good point. Which was um, abuse of people in prison and yeah. how, you know, the the way the, the whole prison structure is corrupt and can be mis misused and um, how it the way prisoners are treated does nothing to really rehabilitate them, you know, and, and ultimately just leads to these Make institutionalized people who are incapable of functioning outside right, of prison. Or right, turning you know? people into better criminals or innocent yeah. people into criminals. Right. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, and then they, the guards were, and the warden they were, were the most evil yeah. people. Um, and yeah. I, I understand that Mr. Stephen King is also like kind of a social justice warrior on the yeah, internet sometimes. Yeah. And I really, I really, to me, it was a very accurate portrayal of what, um, how just sadistic guards are. They can be. Uh, yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, uh, and yeah. Um, the warden especially, he was the yeah. worst. But he got the worst mm -hmm. punishment in the end. Um, yeah, I very was, much enjoyed what happened to him in the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he was going to go mm -hmm. to jail. Oh, you go to jail, and you go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Yeah. Hey, podcast listeners, I'm Paul Brandis introducing my podcast, Countdown to Dallas. It's a fascinating, in-depth look at the seemingly unconnected events that led to the assassination of President John F. Kennedy. It's based on my book of the same title. In that book and in this podcast, I go all the way back to 1939, when Lee Harvey Oswald was born into a troubled and dysfunctional family. I'll follow his transient and often violent teenage years and young adulthood, painting a fuller picture of the man who would later become Kennedy's killer. I also take a look at events unfolding in that era like Cuba and Vietnam, 
and I'll unpack the conspiracy theories too, not one of which has ever been conclusively proven. Subscribe to Countdown to Dallas at evergreenpodcasts.com or your favorite listening app, October 31st. True terrors of horror, bizarre happenings, unexplainable events. On our podcast, Disturbed, Terror Takes Center Stage. Each episode is a journey into the darkest corners of human existence, delving into bone-chilling tales of kidnappings, serial killers, maniacs, and the very essence of your worst nightmares coming to life on this weekly true horror show. Disturbed is not for the faint of heart. It's an exploration of real, unadulterated horror sourced from everyday people. Each episode is a descent into the macabre, where we narrate stories that will leave you on the edge of your seat and crawling in your skin. We navigate the disturbing narratives that lurk in the shadows, offering a raw and unfiltered listen into the most terrifying aspects of the human experience. Enter at your own risk and let the unsettling tales unfold in the haunting realm of Disturbed. And remember, listeners, stay safe out there. Um, oh, also the whole prison industrial complex stuff. The prison itself was interesting. It's in Maine, but most of the prisoners were white, which I, I noticed that too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I know I'm not I, buying I, it. it can't be, yeah, it can't, <laughs> that can't be right. Um, but the although bl- there is a high white population in Maine, I don't know what the population, the ethnicity of Maine is. I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, let me know. Maine is is majority white. Yeah, I think it's very very white. I think. Yeah, but I wonder if the carceral system is l- like the rest of America, or ref- is it a reflection of the community that the prison is in, or right. is it a reflection of the fuckery elsewhere? True, true. Um, Got a good point there. Yeah. Wow, it's ninety four point eight percent white, one point two percent black or African American. One point two. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh whitest my god. state in the nation. It's got to be yeah. one of the whitest. Wow. It, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just kind of assumed because it's close to Canada and a lot of people it tried to escape enslavement in the South during the Great Migration going north. So I wonder if, you know, if there's a specific black enclaves of communities like like, is there an all black town? And that's where all the one percent is. I don't know. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think they would want to go to Maine. Maine was not I don't think Maine was a good crossing point into Canada. Oh, OK. Okay. Is my I, I don't I'm really just pulling I just that out of my there. ass. Yeah. I just know it's up there. It's high it's up like, in it's like America's east. this. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's got Quebec on the west side and New Brunswick on the east side. So it is sort of surrounded by Canada. Although, you know, New Hampshire is there also. Okay. Yeah. I just don't get the feeling it's a good place to, it would have been a good place for people to go and seek refuge. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I just think, thinking about Maine, it's just so, it is very white and it's cold and it's not like hospitable. <laughs> all the people, all the people from Maine are going to be writing you letters. I know like, we're going to hear hey! about this. <laughs> have, we, have we done a story in Maine yet? I don't, I don't think so. so. And there, yeah. it sounds history, like, given the statistics you just read, there's a reason for that. Yeah, uh, yeah. But um, I wonder what the indigenous it. community is like up there. Um, you I'll know, have to look more into. You know what? I want to find a case in Maine now, mm, so we yeah. can talk about it, and I can be, you know talk about it in a more informed way i'm just yeah, pulling it out of my ass yeah, right which now is, which <laughs> postulating yeah because i've been there and uh a, a number of times and uh we saw a moose we Whoa! saw a moose yeah and it's the it's, only the only moose i ever saw was in maine it's really? just very new england mm-hmm. it's wow. very new england it's like the most new england place in new england <laughs> yeah that's enough for me you don't have to worry about me going there nope that's, I'm good. Let's just, let's just say that. <laughs> yeah. I, ooh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
That's one of the one of the uh, New England. Ugh, no, thank you. Plus the racism. No. <laughs> um, sorry, New England, but that's my impression. Um, <laughs> Boston, right? That's New England. Boston, yeah. Boston, yeah. Massachusetts, Massachusetts. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? So the prison was not an accurate. Was not very accurate in terms of the population. Um, but I did like how um, Ra- Morgan Freeman, Morgan Freeman, my name is Morgan Freeman. Um, <laughs> he he was like a hero in the in the movie. And yeah. I really liked that um, a black person was portrayed in that way. And yeah, yeah. the even the smaller black characters um, like seem to be the most humane. Like um, when the fat guy was killed and they asked the infirmary dude he gave a good description like a like i just felt like the way he talked about the guy and what happened to him was like see this is fucked up and i see it um yeah. and i thought i and then um when they were smuggling stuff in for andy all the people involved in that were black people and i thought it was cool to see how resourceful black people were in the movie also <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> i didn't notice i didn't notice understood so yeah. Understood. Um, I heard one description of the Shawshank Redemption as a very fanciful way to view prison, in, especially in the United States. And um, I can kind of see that because my my impression watching the Shawshank Redemption is prison doesn't look that bad. I mean, yeah, except for all the raping. You, you Other make, than that. Yeah. yeah. And all the guards beating you and, <laughs> you know, yeah, de- dehumanizing you. And, you get to make you friends. Know, you get to watch yeah. you know, you humanize other people. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah they, they yeah. need to <laughs> make it look not so bad. Yeah. <laughs> but would people go? I mean, now it's a super popular movie. Would people go? <laughs> Do you have a choice? <laughs> I mean, I thought we were talking about the movie. <laughs> Oh, sorry. I thought you meant prison. Prison. Well, then would people go? go? Who would sign up for that package? Who? Not me. Dibs out. This place has everything. Maggots, crows. (laughs) That part at the end of the last episode was cracking me up. This prison has everything. That's right. It may have made me laugh really hard. Oh my god! I don't know if it was that part or another part when you were laughing so hard and it was cracking me up. And I, while I couldn't I was get editing. through the script. I couldn't get through the script. Yeah, I remember that. I, love it I when think that that's happens. my favorite episode now. <laughs> it was a good one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll have to remember that. That so was we really can, good. People ask. Yep. Send us mm-hmm. an episode. That'll be the one. Yeah, yeah. That was a good That'll one. one. Yeah, and and we didn't get any hate mail either. Excellent. Well, you did a really good job um, oh, with thanks. the thank, discussion. Thank you. So, thank yeah. you. Thanks Minnie. for bringing it to our attention. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah you're Without welcome. you. Yeah. Thank you so much. You know what I noticed? Uh, um, so at the end of the movie, mm-hmm. I think it was either the very last line or it was like the second to the last line. Um, Morgan Freeman says, I am a free man. And I'm like, did oh. he think about his last name when he said that? <laughs> his last name okay. is Freeman. Okay, that's it. That is it. the other wig. Serious. I was like, well, he I is a Freeman. Yeah, Morgan Freeman. <laughs> oh, my God. Something is crazy. introduce you to Barry Clue, an authorised financial advisor from New Zealand and a very special kind of stain on humanity. He was a very uh, knowledgeable young guy. He was a registered financial advisor. type of guy that was bending over backwards to help you. Now you could be forgiven for thinking that Barry sounds like a great guy and you'd be right. Well, right up until the point when you're wrong. It was all fictitious. You stole from my son who has a disability. Chris never knew. He died believing that we're all taken care of. A psychopath is somebody who lacks empathy, acts impulsively. I think there's a strong case that Barry might be all of those things, actually. To find out how Barry Clue stole over $15 million from 81 victims, subscribe to Clueless, the long con. That's Clueless, spelt K-L-O-O-G-H-L-E-S-S. 
Wow. I, I, when you started that, I, he, I, the, I was thinking you were going to go glory, right? Because he was in glory, the slave movie. Right, 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 right. Um, right. And I thought maybe it was just one of those little nods that artists put into their work, right? Mm-hmm. But the yeah. free man. I am free a man. free man. Morgan, free man. Morgan Freeman. The free man. Oh my God. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, oh my God. Oh, I don't know what to say. I just can't wait till we do this again. I know. <laughs> Me too. That was so funny. <laughs> I think you broke her. Yay! Oh, That's my always God. my goal. Oh, my stomach hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I can pee my pants. Oh man, I'm really sorry. That was. Oh. <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. I don't. Wow. I don't know what. I don't know what to say now. <laughs> what do we do? Anything else uh, about the movie? Let me take one more look through my notes here. I know there were a few moments where it was like, wow, you know, you know how you think things during movies and stuff. Right, right. Oh, I thought of, okay. So um, when Yodel Boy, Yodel Boy. Yodel Boy? Yeah. So they're building building the library (laughs) and the... Uh, they have the they get like music in the library and the southern oh, yeah, guy is singing, listening uh, the yodel to, boy while they're yeah, crying. Yeah. Oh, singing, right. yeah. Hank, Hank, right. Hank Williams. Hank Williams. That was like I've heard that song before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yodel boy. I was so excited <laughs> to make a yodel boy reference. Way to go, Stephen yeah. King. <laughs> <laughs> she do me, she do you, she got the kind of love. All I do is say, all I do is cry. <laughs> oh my god! Did you watch that episode of Explained, where it was country music explained? I don't remember. No. It doesn't oh, sound it's, familiar. It's good, and and it talks about kind of the relationships between hip hop and country music, and uh, like the origins of the music, and mm-hmm. I think it even kind of links in the yodeling and the you know. Um, how all of these things are related and you don't really think they are, but they are. And it's, yeah, it was kind of oh, mind blowing. Wow. That was really good. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have mm-hmm. to watch that. Yeah. You should um, definitely watch it. Let's see. Oh, the guy from Ally McBeal. Um, yes. Him. I recognized him too. I was like, oh <laughs> I yeah. Didn't. It's Sally McBeal. Yeah. Uh, I never watched is... Sally McBeal. So. Yeah. What? He was in some other things too, though. Um, I hated Sally McBeal. Let's see. You did? Yeah. yeah. I liked I... it for a while, but <gasps> um, I don't I don't like the main character, which is Ally McBeal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, but I loved everybody but... around her. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, there was some gr- excellent BIPOC representation. Her best friend and roommate was a black lady lawyer. Um, mm-hmm. Regina Hall was in the movie. Lisa, uh, Lucy Liu. Um, oh, wow. I just loved. And then I also loved that there were older women actors in the yes. show, too. So yeah. I just mm-hmm. I really delighted as a young person seeing the show. Not I for guess her, I for never, else. never really, um, never got far it, enough. Gave it a shot. Yeah, same thing yep. with uh, Grey's Anatomy. I hated the main character, but oh yeah, I like same some thing of the- with that one. I don't like the main character, but again, I love the show and I love all the other it's actors. Everybody in it around, yeah. around, yeah. everybody around them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, yep. uh, this isn't related to Shawshank Redemption, but is uh, the Grey's Anatomy still on the air? I think um, so. I think it is. I, yeah, wow. I, I recently watched wow. a new season of it. Now I'm gonna Google that. Great. Yeah, I think it is. Grey's I watched Anatomy. it up to a point, and then one of the main characters, who was my favorite, died, and I was like, "Fuck this!" Show. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's still going. It's still going. Wow, that looks like they're wild. on season nineteen. Holy wow. shit! Nineteen. Yeah. Holy shit! Wow, that's yep. it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I don't even uh-huh. know what to say. 
there's so many moments that have me speechless on this thing. I can't believe it. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see. So memorable things in the show. One thing I wrote down was when um, he says, when the door shuts on your cell is when it finally feels real. And I was just kind of imagining what that would be like if like I had been arrested for something and convicted and knowing I didn't do it and there's nothing I can do. And then I would just be in a complete state of shock, you know, and you know, when something horrible, horrible, horrible happens in your life and you just can't believe it's real, I guess, you know, that's denial, whatever. And then that mm-hmm. moment when something just like makes you face the reality of it. Uh, so when, when he was saying that, you know, when the door shuts, like I can imagine that, you know, y- you make yourself go through all the steps of, okay, now I got to take these clothes. Okay. Now I just got to walk down this hallway. Okay. Now I'm getting on the bus, you know, or whatever, yeah, you know, one little, one, now, one extra pin, one extra prick. Yeah. Yep. And Until then you go crashes. into the cell and then the door shuts and it's like, this is where I am. Yeah. You know, I'm stuck. I'm stuck. I tried and to you're saying you'd be the, now, the one you know? who broke first. That's what you're saying. Me? I don't think so. <laughs> I'm just yeah. kidding. I don't know. You guys said oh. you would crawl through shit. Uh, I'd, for, I'd crawl through shit. I think, I think I'd be in. So so one of the things that I think maybe, what you know, possibly why maybe Andy wasn't necessarily sociopath is maybe he was just in so much shock that he Ooh. was incapable of producing emotion, you know. Or yeah. the emotion we, just, like, we society yeah, thinks yeah, he's yeah. supposed to right. Yeah, display. you know, right. like yeah. when you're depressed, you just feel dead inside. Yeah, yeah, dead inside. Yeah, and then sometimes, like, if I go into crisis mode, I just shut down, like, the emotion part of me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, because my brain is just so focused on, like, what do I do? What Physically do I do? Getting what do I do? The what do I do? Yeah. Yeah. And I got no time for conversation or whatever because it's like I got to focus and figure this shit out, you know? Right. Yeah. Right. Like, so I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, again, this is not actually a real a thing that actually happened. <laughs> it was a pretend story. So, you know. <laughs> There's it's hard. That. It's hard to debate over whether a fictional character is a psychopath, psychopath or not. Or not. So, so yeah. Psychopath or, yeah, we don't yeah. know anything about them really. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're not real. What? <laughs> <laughs> but I watched a whole show about them. I know. <laughs> I was under the impression from my memory that Andy started building the tunnel right when he asked for the pickaxe. Yes. Right. Yeah, but he, he didn't really because well maybe he didn't he had. plan to. He didn't plan to, but then he started carving his name in the wall, and the and wall then started discovered that how yeah. crumbly the wall was, and that's when he hatched the plan, and that gave him purpose because like one of the earlier parts of the movie, they were kind of showing how you lack purpose in prison, so you have to find something to focus on uh, that you know, gives you purpose. And so I think that in that moment, that's where he found his purpose. You know, it's like, okay, I've yeah. got a purpose now. I'm yeah. going to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> so it didn't, it didn't happen right away is what I, no. my impression was and now after watching it. Um, but I, yeah. I thought, I thought that before. So yeah, that was interesante. It is. I'm yeah. Morgan Freeman. That <laughs> movie, it was right I'm about a free that time. man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, that was good. That was good. Oh, um let's see. Uh Yodel Boy. Um You gotta look up the remixes. Those are the those are the best, the absolute best parts. Um, when hmm. when it's set to uh, it's a little and then uh, and then there's like some big beat that comes in boom 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 and in the background I just... oh me okay. and my kids were so into that video for like months it was so funny anyway um fuckstick pinch loaf um <laughs> what did you call me oh. 
You did it again. <laughs> again. Oh my! I don't know what's wrong with me. What have I been waiting for? <laughs> oh my god! I got a hip hop air horn. <laughs> oh my gosh! Let me see. The explanation of institutionalized was yeah. so um, vivid, but so simple by Morgan yeah. Freeman, and I just yep. loved it. And it's wild how true it is today too but yeah um, yeah but that was chef's kiss as far as an explanation i thought this is how i should explain institutionalization to my kids if they ever ask me (laughs) are you familiar with the song institutionalized by suicidal tendencies no you might be entertained by it okay wait is it funny it's not necessarily funny it's sort of funny in a weird way it's so suicidal tendencies was a band in the um when was it jesus it's sort of a punk band okay i uh, see yeah i see the link suicidal tendencies and the and the um video i guess is what um is what's funny because uh there's he i don't know i don't know it's hard to explain you'll have to watch the video okay i will watch the video yeah yeah um, yeah. I but I have it pulled up on my phone, ready to oh, watch. Okay, well there afterwards. you go. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I liked this is why prison doesn't seem that bad because you can make f- great friends. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> great friends. I mean, even even people who commit crimes and crimes are subjective. I wonder if some of the things those guys got locked up for. Well, I guess maybe they were all rape murderers or well, the really one guy dudes. was just a burglar. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's how I was like, uh, like they wouldn't have put that guy in with all these murderers and stuff. Yeah, they would. I don't know. I don't know. But it just seemed like he would be in a different level of prison than they would like yeah. somebody who's just arrested for burglary or burglary. Burglary. Yeah. Burglary. <laughs> the hamburglar, hamburglary. <laughs> um, Do they still have the hamburglar? Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Are you what? She's like, are you drunk? Somebody call the doctor. Hamburglar, <laughs> the hamburglar. Um. From McDonald's. I yeah, I, I don't I don't know if he's still, still around. I don't know. Like I wonder if they decided it was a bad role model and uh Oh Oh my you know, god. He's a he's a hamburglar. That is so deep. <laughs> <laughs> well he's gone, so you know, why why? Why is he gone? <laughs> I don't I, I, <laughs> like they don't have Grimace anymore either, do they? Or do they? Who's Grimace? You oh, don't you don't know who Grimace what? is? You gotta no. know who Grimace is. Is he, is he a McDonald's character? Yeah. He was. Google it. Yeah. Grimace. I'm, in, I'm on McDonald's wiki. <laughs> and... <laughs> McDonald's wiki. wiki. Everyone's got a wiki. <laughs> in 2015, they released a new image of the Hamburglar. Um, the character will be in commercials for the first time since 2002, but that was in 2015, so... That's the last date referenced. Let's see. Grimace. Grimace is the yep. character's mm-hmm. name? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Oh, what is he? It, he is. Oh. He, <laughs> he's a blob. He's just With a arms. blob. Wow. Okay. That's a choice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> um. Okay. I feel like he was supposed to resemble the cookie monster or something. And so they're trying to get children interested in that way. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Wow. I I don't think I've seen him before. I don't remember. I must have blocked it out. That's how horrifying he is. (laughs) (laughs) I guess maybe we should uh, close it out or. Yeah, I suppose. Any, any more thoughts? Any more thoughts? Let me just take one last look through. Oh, I like the part where you said the uh, Pacific has no memory. Yeah, oh, I just like that, that was too. beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's why I like the ocean because it has no memory; it just goes. Yeah, yeah. I, I love know. to watch the ocean. Me too. I I'd I feel free when I'm yes. um at the ocean. It feels timeless, mm-hmm. like. Yeah, you're like you're just simply. I think existing. it's all the sun, to be honest. 
<laughs> no, really. Like, you're like all the sun. Yeah, all the sun uh, shining down and then f- reflecting off the water and everything. It makes you happy. Yeah, but I like it on a cloudy day as well. I, I like the I like the the waves come in. I like the no- the out. sound and then yeah. the sound, the sound and it's too. like infinite. Yeah. And the yeah. size of the ocean. It just makes me feel like you know. This has been here long before I was. It will continue being here long after I'm gone. So what? Do, why? Why am I worried about stuff? You know, it's it's, it's well, like tread through that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Just it just takes me out of whatever you know small white lady problem I'm dealing yeah, with. Yeah, that's you know? kind of how I feel sometimes when I look at the stars. Yeah. Oh, that's mm-hmm. so beautiful. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. that feeling of being surrounded by infinity. It's like, you know, this this doesn't matter this that much. A, this ain't no big thing. Yeah. Ain't no thing yeah. but a chicken wing. Speaking of McDonald's. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> chicken. <laughs> All right. Well, it was a fun movie. I enjoyed watching it. Yeah. 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 It was cool. It felt good. It felt good to watch it. Yeah, it was good to rewatch it. I hadn't watched it since it was released. Yeah, I don't remember the last time. I only watched it once, I think, and I don't yep. think I liked it that much. I, I definitely oh, liked it better liked this it. time. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I want to read the short story now. I'm going to have to get my hands on the short story and, and read that. Yeah, yeah, let us know if you think the, which was better. Yeah. I'm curious. Yeah, absolutely. I pretty much always think the book is better. Maybe. Of whatever it is. Yeah. I do have a theory that you can't ruin a book by watching a movie, but you can yes. ruin a movie by reading the book. I watch, but yes. Yes. Mm. Yep. Absolutely. That so if deep. I if I know I'm planning to do both, <laughs> I don't have any more wigs. Then to I throw. will watch the movie first and then read the book. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have any what? Oh, she I said, don't have any wigs to throw. She's, okay. she's all, you'll, all out of wigs. To, <laughs> I'm wiggly. Yeah. You'll watch. You'll watch the movie yeah. and then read the book first. That's what read you the prefer. book after. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I used to yeah. want to read the book before I watched the movie, but so many times the the movie was ruined by reading the book. But yeah. Hmm. Although once I've done that, then sometimes I'll like to reread read the, book the book and rewatch yeah. the movie. And then, because I did that with the Harry Potter movies, because I right. wanted to see how much was left out and how close they got it, and um, depending on it depends on the book. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah, I did that. I would. I have no reason to read any book that has a movie out about it. <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> well, you don't have to. Exactly. Yeah. It's not a requirement. <laughs> All right, y'all. All right. Well, this uh, has been fantastic. Thanks for joining yeah. us, Minnie, on the yeah, yeah, was was Redemption Recap. Um, yeah. But the yeah. hot one, the hot one, because we were, <laughs> our eyeballs were hot off the pre- presses when we watched yes, that's it. That's right. Uh, so, mm-hmm. um, all right. Uh, any last words, parting words? I am a free man. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. Yes. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. <laughs> I got a feeling called the blues, oh Lord, since my baby said goodbye. Lord, I don't know what to do. All I do is sat inside. Oh Lord, that last long day she said goodbye. Well, Lord, I thought I would cry. She'll do me, she'll do you. She's got the kind of loving. Lord, I love to hear her when she calls me sweet Daddy's such a beautiful dream I hate to think it's all over I've lost my heart, it seems I've grown so used to you somehow Lord, I'm nobody's sugar daddy now And I'm lonesome I got to love sick Well, that's it, folks. We hope that you enjoyed it. We sincerely do. Um, Please check out the show notes for details on where to find out more about today's feature. And in the meantime, where can the people find us, Beth? 
Our website is fruitloopspod.com. Our Facebook page is Fruit Loops Pod. And our discussion group is Fruit Loops Pod Discussion on Facebook. We're also on Twitter and Instagram and all the social medias at Fruit Loops Pod. And links to our sources will be in our footnotes. If you want to support the show, you can send us a donation on the Cash App or you can become a monthly patron through Patreon. And as always, we have merch for sale on our website. Also, this is a weekly podcast and new episodes drop every Thursday. So until next time, look alive, y'all. It's crazy out there. Bye. See you in February. (laughs) See you in 2023. We are gathered here today to give you permission to plan the wedding that you want. I'm Jessica Bishop. And I'm Sari Wienerman. And we're the hosts of the Bouquet Toss podcast. Today's couples have to juggle so many things from family expectations to outdated traditions and what's currently trending. So to make it easier, we're going deep to figure out why we do weddings the way that we do. So you can decide what to keep and what to toss from your wedding day plans. You are cordially invited to subscribe to The Bouquet Toss wherever you get your podcasts or at evergreenpodcast.com. By the power vested in us, we pronounce you free to plan your day your way. Hello, this is Gary Chahot welcoming you to check out the French History Podcast. Our main show covers the history of France from the first humans until present If you liked Mike Duncan's The History of Rome and wanted a similar program covering the land of beauty, culture, and love, we are exactly that. We also host world-renowned scholars who have delivered guest episodes on their specialties, including 18th century pirates, revolutionary booksellers in 20th century Paris, the special friendship between the Marquis de Lafayette and Thomas Jefferson, and numerous others. Learn what you love and listen to the French History Podcast today.